listening to Chase Your Enthusiasm with your host, Chase Elaine O'Donnell. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode nine. All right. Before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to go over with you the stand-up shows I have coming up. So I have a show tomorrow that's Tuesday the 19th in Hollywood and that's at 8 30 p.m it's only they're only selling 15 tickets because of covid i'm just one of many comics in the lineup but should be fun i'm posting that on my instagram and then this weekend thursday through saturday i'm in denver at comedy works with christina p and i'll be opening for her and i'm really excited about those shows because apparently Comedy Works is a really fun venue. That's where Joe Rogan has filmed a special before. Uh, Apparently the crowds that come out to Comedy Works are just the best. So if you want to be part of that, get yourself a ticket. If you live in Denver, listen, you don't need to get a plane ticket or anything. I'll be coming to a neighborhood near you, maybe, uh, because after Denver is North Carolina, I believe. Yeah. November 4th and 5th, I'm in North Carolina. And then November 17th through 20th, I'm in Georgia. The 26th through 28th, I'm in Salt Lake City. All these dates are on ChristinaPOnline.com. I'm just wherever she is. And then uh, also ChaseO'Donnell.com. I've put them there as well. So cool. That's the... That's what's going on stand-up wise. All right, if you are new here, this is a self-accountability experiment podcast where each week I give myself a new challenge to follow through on. And these are challenges that I never really make time for in my daily routine just because I have a pretty hectic schedule, a pretty crazy life where I'm just gone a lot, I'm traveling, I'm I'm doing a lot and um these are challenges to make sure that I I uh, do the things that I say I always want to do, but never do. So that's where we're at. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to put out an episode last week because I got really sick. I was doing shows in Indiana, and as soon as I landed back in LA, I had a gnarly cough and and sore throat and just was so congested. It was so terrible. And I wanted so badly to put out an episode, but my sister was like, Chase, take a, take a minute, like take a break. It's okay. And I do whatever she tells me. So I just slept. Um, this episode is going to be structured a little differently as well, because usually I check in at the beginning of the week and then I check in at the end of the week, but I was still sick at the beginning of this week. So this is just a one-parter episode. Um, Before COVID, I would get sick all the time just from doing comedy shows and all the travel I was doing. And I didn't get sick once during 2020 because everybody had a mask on. Everyone was hand sanitizing every minute. And now that things are opening back up and people are doing things, I'm getting sick a lot again. People are shaking hands again. I mean, it was just fist bumps before. Now we're back to shaking hands, which I kind of liked the not shaking hands. It is weird when I meet people now. I'm like, hi, oh, 
shaking hug what do we do it's a weird transition back into the real world but you know what are you gonna do this is a one man production one woman production this show so i thought i should take a beat and get better and i'm still not 100 percent better but i'm so much better than i was before so yeah the format's just a little bit different this week but i'm going to share with you what my challenge was this week and then let you know how it went. So this is one of my favorite challenges. I gave myself a very gentle challenge. I think gentle is a good word uh, because if you recall last episode was working out every day. (sighs) Yeah, this week's challenge was very loving, very gentle, and it was actually inspired by my appearance on the Josh Potter show last month. I was a guest on his show and this is what he had to say. I've given you some key codes, how you can get through some episodes. You sure did. Hold yourself accountable to things that you really want. Like we can say it. I gotta, I gotta relax this week. Josh told me my challenge should be to relax, which (laughs) is a very hard challenge for me. I mean, it would, it's not a hard challenge for me. I feel like I do it too often, but I don't feel like I'm relaxing in those moments that I have to relax. I feel like I'm just going insane about sitting still for so long. Exactly. I relax all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm anxious while <laughs> yeah, I'm doing yeah, it. Exactly. I'm really anxious that I'm relaxing. No, that. So my challenge this week wasn't to relax per se. I made it a little more specific. My my challenge this week while I was under the weather was self-care. Every day I had to do something for myself just to treat myself like a princess. I mean, what a fun challenge. Honestly, the most fun. Here is what people who have studied self-care have to say about why it's so important. They say it can help you avoid burnout and manage stress. I did so much research to find that. Um, Then I Googled what are some ideas for self-care And this is the list that came up. Eat a healthy meal, engage in exercise, go for a walk, drink water, have a good night's sleep, have a cup of tea, sit in the sunlight, take a shower or a bath. So you see, these are very easy to do. It's literally anything you do to take care of your physical, mental, spiritual, emotional health. So it's up to you what you do. Like maybe what tickles your fancy is organizing your sock drawer or playing guitar or taking a nap. Now, apparently watching TV and like video games doesn't count. I'm sorry. I'm not the one who made up this rule. I watched a YouTube video from the author of Night Call. His name is Robert Wicks. He said that type of stuff is mind numbing. He he said it, not me. Look. Any man that watched three football games in a row should be declared legally dead. The reality is that we feed ourselves with with TV, we feed ourselves with um, inane things rather than really seriously looking at what elements nourish us. He was really opinionated on the matter. Uh, So anything that gives you time with yourself that you can feel rejuvenated after. If you want to watch TV, go ahead and watch TV. I'm, you didn't hear it from me, okay? 
I'm not saying go to a spa and get a massage and spend all this money. I'm saying like little acts of self-care this week. And I've always loved the idea of self-care and treating myself like a precious object. Uh, but actually implementing that and putting it into my daily routine has always been something that falls to the wayside because I tend to have a very long to-do list and I find the, the things for me end up being in my head procrastinating. I'm like, oh, I, I don't want to go for a walk when I have X, Y, and Z to do. That's just me putting off X, Y, and Z. And so I tend to put off the self-care and it always just gets pushed aside. That's why this week is going to be special. That's why this week was special. I did it. I already did it. It's important to be intentional with your time for yourself, which has been a really big theme for this show. Learning, learning to carve out the time to do things you want to do. This podcast should be called Chase Your Time Management. Am I right, ladies? So I know you're dying to know what I did this week um, as my self-care activities each day. So it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Here we go. Two times this week, I did candlelit yoga before going to bed. I lit some candles and I did a yoga routine by this YouTuber, Yoga with Adrian. I think I've talked about her before on this podcast. Um, and she's just delightful. She has short videos, long videos, simple, hard. I, I tend to do the simple ones. She's really great. So if you if you're ever interested in doing like a simple yoga routine from home, check out that channel. But I added some candles and it made it very self-care-like, I felt like. Speaking of working out, last episode I had Albina Katzman on and she was talking about a workout challenge that started last Monday. So I completed the first week and I am on week two now. And if you are interested in doing this workout challenge. I'm I'm still doing it. So check out bodybybina.com because you can do that challenge along with her. And I think the videos are there. Even if you're late to the challenge, you can start from the beginning. So I would say doing that challenge was a little bit of self-care because it was Pilates. So I did Pilates four days this week, but I'm not even counting that. That was just an extra bonus. All right, another thing I did which was super fun for me, was this collage. Collaging for me is very um, soothing and it's fun. I, I just like collaging. I never do it. Uh, I went to CVS. I bought two magazines and it was a lovely self-care routine, like a collaging. That to me, that might not be self-care to you, but to me it was self-care. One day I went to Trader Joe's and I bought I bought dried lavender. Oh my God. Lavender smells so good. And listen, I thought that counted as self-care. Just going and buying some lavender and I've had it next to my bed because lavender helps you sleep well and it's so pretty. Also, I know a lot of 
guys listen to this podcast because I've met several of you who have come out to shows and who have messaged me and DM'd me. So is is getting lavender something a guy would be interested in? Too? What would guy self-care look like? I think this is very girly of me to buy lavender, but maybe not. Okay, ready for the next one. I made a eucalyptus shower mist spray. So that was a fun activity. If you'd like to know how to make shower spray, I'll put it in the show notes, but basically it's just witch hazel, distilled water, and essential oils. And I made my own distilled water. It was an hour. It was an hour. It took a long time to make distilled water, but it was. I felt really accomplished for making distilled water. Just do a little spritz now. It doesn't just have to be in the shower. Oh, I wish you could smell this. It smells so good. I just have eucalyptus and mint in here. And when you spray it in the shower, the aromas, uh, you smell it. I don't know. I don't know. It helps you breathe. I don't know. It just was fun, okay? Then one of the days I did a full-on deep clean of my room, like literally sweeped the floors, uh, wiped down the surfaces, dusted. You know the song. And watered my plants and did laundry. And honestly, I felt so good during it and after, honestly, just knowing my room was pristine. It, that might not sound like self-care to you. Listen, it's all objective or subjective, whichever one means it's your opinion. I think truly a big part of self-care is not what you do, it's what you don't do in a way. And because I was under the weather, it was a lot easier to get out of plans, but I did not do a lot. <laughs> which to me is probably the biggest act of self-care because I say yes to most things. And if you were to see my calendar, it is booked. Like there's not really a day off that I give myself. So a silver, a silver lining of being sick is taking that time for myself. Lastly, I got my nails done. And it was the first time I've been to a nail salon in a really long time. I mean, truly talk about self-care. Getting your nails done is self-care. Now, my mom is someone that takes really good care of herself. She's always made self-care a priority in my eyes. And I have a lot to learn from her in that category. She's such a wonderful human. She also does so much. She works a full-time job, but makes or part-time. I don't know. She works a lot, but she uh, she pri she prioritizes making sure she feels good. At least that's how I've always seen it. That's how it comes off to me. So I hopped on a Zoom with my mom so she could share with us some of her favorite self-care activities and what she does to take care of herself. And uh, this is how it went. Okay, Casey Kent. So you have a wonderful self-care routine, in my opinion. I would love you to share what your favorite self-care 
ritual is? So my favorite self-care ritual would probably be taking a brisk walk. It used to be taking a nice jog, but because I'm older now, I just take a nice walk. And I think that's important and that's good for me because um, we are dancers in our family and (laughs) getting up and moving and getting the blood going and get every, you know, just getting that activity in really does just work for everything else to fall into place. Yeah. And when you say we're dancers in our family, Mm -hmm. you were you were one of my dance teachers growing up. You've always been, yeah, dance has always been a big part of our life. So how come you didn't say taking a dance class? Well, because I'm not taking dance class right now, but the idea idea of moving your body, just that activity is really important. Yeah. And, and I read this quote or heard it somewhere this week that said depression and activity do not get along. So if you're not feeling 100% or in the right headspace, going on a walk or getting your body moving will really help. Right. I like that. Thank you. Anything else? Any any other self-care rituals that you like to do? So meditating is very good. A good meditation. You do love Deepak. Mm, I do. Deepak Chopra and Oprah. To me. It's just so relaxing and just so calming. I like a really good self-guided meditation. You know, it's great to meditate by yourself, but just a really good self-guided meditation just to really focus on something is um, good. And you usually listen to those going to bed. I do. But I have heard, and which I do also, like it's really good to meditate in the middle of the day as well. You know, when you're stressed or when you've got a lot going on, if you can just stop for five or 10 minutes and meditate, it does wonders for you. It just reactivates all your energy and really just pumps you right back in there just to take that five minutes. And we have five minutes. We do have it. We can do it. Well, I thought, speaking of five minutes, just taking a little time out of the day to do a little self-care, Anyone who's listening right now, if they want to join in, um, I thought I would guide us on a little tea ceremony and just to check in with ourselves and set some intentions for the day. How does that sound, Casey? I love that. Okay. So you're going to need a teacup and tea of your choice. I have a double green matcha tea and hot water. Now, I told you to be prepared with this, so are you? I am. Oh, look, and we have the same teacup. We're twins. (laughs) I didn't know. I know, how funny. What you're supposed to do if this was a real tea ceremony that you were doing on your own time, you boil some water, and while it's boiling, you're supposed to truly just sit there and watch the water boil. Be really present with the boiling water, but who has time for that right now? I mean- Maybe you do, but right now we're going to skip ahead. So this is hot water. I'm just pouring it in the cup. While you're pouring and while you're doing that, um, Chase and I actually went to the Hammer Museum one time and we took a tea ceremony class. We did. So enchanting. Enchanting. That's a good word. We loved it. 
So what they said to do is once you pour the water, you're supposed to really just sit there with your teacup, smell the aromas of the tea, uh, take a deep breath. So go ahead and take a deep breath with me. And then we're going to set an intention for the day. So what is your intention, Mel? So it's Monday. So my intention here is to start the week off by cleansing um, the house. I get to do laundry. Uh, but instead of making it a chore, I'm calling it cleansing. So I'm not just going to cleanse the laundry. I'm going to cleanse me too. So. That was one of my self-care activities this week. Oh, look, we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. My intention is to get this podcast out. And while I'm doing it, I'll continue self-care as I get this podcast ready to go. Um, <clears throat> what is your intention for the day? Not yours, but the lis who's, who's listening. This is a good time to think about that or what your intention tomorrow is going to be. And then you just sip on your tea and sit there. The idea is to set your intention so that you actually then go forth and, and take action on that intention. So you, you've got to have the intention first. So that's the idea of the T is to really um, not contemplate the activity, but put that intent out there. Yeah, and I find tea ceremonies like a really nice time to just pause, mm -hmm. just to sit there and... <sighs> Just take a minute and you can obviously obviously do that with coffee or any other beverage that tickles your fancy, but tea is my beverage of choice. As you go ahead and finish your cup of tea, I will um I will sign off here. Enjoy. So do you want to do the sign off with me? Sure. How do we do that? You know, I just play it by ear. I come up with it as I go. Oh, no, I still have to talk about all the wonderful things that brought me joy this week besides the self-care. One of those things while I have you here was the Rolling Stones concert we went to yesterday, and it was so much fun. I just thought it was fabulous. I had so much fun as well. Um, it was such a treat to go. There you go. That, now, that was a treat. It was unbelievable i felt like i was in the presence of gods oh. when when mick jagger walked out i was like oh my god i'm in the same room as a god it was really crazy and the songs were just you know they're classics so it was i just want to point this out london and chase were like the youngest people there i mean there were people there in walkers walking with canes they were <laughs> It was such an old crowd. I have never been to a concert with such old people. It's so true. You know, I'm, I'm aging, so yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was so good. I mean, Mick Jagger has not slowed down. Maybe a tinge, but not really. That man can work a crowd. Oh, my God. What a, what a character. He's totally a character. That was so fun. If you get the chance to see Rolling Stones on tour, I think the tickets are as low as $60 in some of the seats. So it's a cool experience. So go ahead and 
snag it if you're if you're able to. Um, okay, thank you, Casey. Thank you. Thank you, Mo. Uh, I don't want to confuse people with all the names I call you, uh, <laughs> but um, I really appreciate you hopping on the podcast, and I'll talk to you soon. I'm sure. Love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Well, that was just lovely. Cheers. So yeah, more things that brought me joy this week besides the Rolling Stones concert, which truly was just out of this world. I did a drive along PCH, which is Pacific Coast Highway. Anyone that lives in Southern California has done this drive, but if you aren't from California and you're planning a trip out here or at one point you plan on visiting, definitely make it a priority to drive along the Pacific Coast Highway because you just have this lovely view of the ocean as you're driving and it is a surreal drive and it's so crazy that it's so close to where I live and I don't do it enough and that was a nice a nice drive just listening to music beats you know like lo-fi beats so last but not least I got into Squid Game this week. I finished it. I watched the series. I posted a TikTok of me like literally crying watching one of the episodes. And I got a request to talk about Squid Game on this episode. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a great idea because it truly brought me so much joy. I mean, it's a really, it's not the type of show actually that I'm usually into. I'm into romantic comedies and lighthearted and fairies and unicorns. This is the complete opposite, but it's the number one show in 90 countries. Let me just, okay, when I get obsessed with a show, I will do all this like stalking afterwards and listen to every interview that they've ever done and watch behind the scenes. I have a lot of fun with that. And um, I found out that the writer director of Squid Game wrote Squid Game when he was 38, living at home with his mom. This was like 10 years ago. And he wrote this script because it was something his brain came up with while he was like, what if I could get out of debt playing childhood games? And it just, it, it came to him while he was in a low point in his life. Who would have thought 10 years later he was like the most successful person in the world? And I think that's what's so crazy about life is that you just never know. Um, you never know where life is going to take you. I don't think he would have thought this would happen to him. Number one show in 90 countries? That's insane. I mean, we're, Chase Your Enthusiasm is number three in Ukraine, if you recall. I gave that fun fact a couple episodes ago, which is probably the highlight of my life. This That might be the highlight of my life. Uh, so I can't even imagine number one in 90 countries. That's insane. I watched it dubbed. Uh, it's a Korean show. I'm assuming you know what this is. I didn't give very much context. It's a show on Netflix. 
made in Korea. They dubbed it. I heard, though, if you really want to get the best experience, you should watch it in Korean with subtitles. And I didn't do that. So, yikes. I should have done that. I really loved it. So, that's just my review. Listen, my review is usually, like, spot on. (laughs) Okay. I loved La La Land. I know there was some debate. Some people didn't like La La Land. I know this happened like five years ago. I still think it was a fabulous movie. I don't know why I'm getting so heated. Oh my God, I'm getting so heated about La La Land. It was so good. It was fine. It was okay. Squid Game is better than La La Land. Okay. Well, that's it. That's all I got for you. So listen, you know what to do. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. We're so close to a thousand subscribers and apparently something happens when you hit a thousand it's like a milestone you're able to monetize something happens when you hit a thousand um so that would be cool so if you don't subscribe go ahead and do that and then you could also share this with someone if you think this type of show is up their alley if you're listening on itunes or spotify i guess just itunes go ahead and leave a review um and rate the show if you want. No pressure. No pressure. Don't do anything you don't want to do. All right. I highly recommend this challenge because it's a really easy, nourishing, fun challenge. Really, like, the least amount of work went into this. And I was like, oh, sorry, I have to collage. It's part of my challenge. Like, what? That is so fun. Um, So if you're going to do any challenge, I recommend this one. Next week, I have something really crazy in store. You're not going to want to miss it. So um, I'll see you next Monday. And with that, get out there and chase your enthusiasm. (laughs) 